Hi friends, my name is Piper Post and this is the Porn Apart podcast. Porn Apart was created just for wives like you who are facing the difficulty, the treachery of your husband's porn addiction. There is no battle like this battle that I have found. It almost was the end of me and the end of our marriage, but by God's grace, I was able to recover and to come to a place where I was walking with Jesus in a way that was more solid and more life-giving than I ever had before. And the crazy part was, it was before my husband was actually walking in recovery from his pornography addiction. That's what I believe that God can do for you. You can recover from your husband's porn addiction even if he hasn't yet. That is what this podcast is all about. And I hope that you'll enjoy listening today as we talk about smart goals. This is episode 30. And so if you're jumping in, maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast and smart goals caught your eye and you just landed here. I want to encourage you to stop now to go back to episode 29, the episode right before this, that's called, is it okay to set spiritual goals? Because these two episodes, 29 and 30, talking about smart goals are sort of like companion episodes. They go together. They work really well together. So I want you to have the foundational knowledge of why it's okay to set spiritual goals and how God provides the increase of spiritual growth when we do that. Then today on this episode, number 30, we're going to be talking about smart goals. And I'm going to give you tons of examples for different spiritual goals that you might want to set in your life to set the stage and to set the table for God to provide the feast of spiritual growth in your life. All right, let's hit it. You might have heard of SMART goals before. I first heard about these at a conference, and actually, I think I had heard about them before, but they were spelled out for me at a conference. This was about five or six years ago when we were in the midst of being foster parents, and we went to a foster parent conference training to get some of our continuing education training. And I was so surprised that this speaker decided to teach us about how to use SMART goals in terms of parenting kids from difficult places. And it was all about making goals of managing that child's behavior by making goals of managing your own behavior as a parent and your parenting style. And it was like the Lord used that time not only to change the way that I parented kids in our home that were there short term and kids that were in our home long term, but that it also awakened something in me that said, if I can set goals for my parenting and for managing my behavior as a parent, why can't I set goals for my own spiritual growth and the ways that I would like God to bless me and start moving in those directions too and learn to manage my behavior 
as a believer and follower of Jesus. So that is the area that we're going to dive in today with SMART goals. And SMART is an acronym. You've probably picked up on that. So if you are a note taker, you might want to pull over or bring out a note on your phone and write down the acronym S-M-A-R-T. I can spell. So a SMART goal is one that is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, or sometimes I use time-based, kind of timely and time-based, go back and forth. So we're going to go through each of these one by one, and I'm going to give you some examples too as we go along. Okay, you ready? To start off, SMART goals are S, specific. You want your goals to be clear and concise and not vague. If you're aiming to hit a target, you know right where the bullseye is at, right? So you want to make sure that you're not just wanting to hit anywhere on the target, unless that's your goal. But if your goal is the bullseye, that you have a really concise and clear idea of right where you want that arrow to hit. Knowing what you specifically want to accomplish is how you will decide what goal you need to set up for yourself. And when I help people with the specificity of their goals, a lot of times it helps us to break things down into smaller pieces. So instead of just saying, my goal is to grow spiritually this year, that is, whoa, like that's like a huge awesome thing, but it's not specific. And it's wonderful, but what are some areas of spiritual growth that you would like to see? Some specific areas might be your Bible knowledge, your ability to practice stillness before the Lord. Maybe a specific area is witnessing to other people and sharing your faith story. Maybe a specific goal that you would want to achieve is reading Proverbs in a month, one proverb a day. That would be a really specific spiritual growth goal. Maybe it's about being a part of a small group and you want to get specific on what type of Bible study or small group that you want to be a part of. And you, so you get really specific on the spiritual growth there is that you make it a priority to get up and to go to church every Sunday, not just one or two Sundays a month that you start making the specific goal of 48 out of the 52 Sundays this year that you'll be a part of a church worship service, something specific like that. Okay, so a couple of questions that you might want to ask yourself about whether or not your goal is specific enough. One is that will you clearly know whether or not you have achieved this goal? Is it specific enough that you'll be able to tell and not lie to yourself or not squeak by that you have specifically met this goal? So rather than just, I want to read the Bible more, is it, I want to read the Bible every day and you will know whether or not which that's a really difficult goal we're going to get to attainable here in just a minute so give yourself some grace if you're trying to read the bible every day okay maybe it's that you want to grow spiritually through 
giving your time to God by walking and that you want to talk and walk with God. So it's good for your body and it's good for your heart because you're going to spend that time focusing on him or listening to a godly uplifting podcast, or maybe you're just going to be listening to scripture, but you say, okay, I want to take one of those walks three times this week. So it's specific because you're saying, I want to take these walks and you could even get specific on how long I want the walk to be at least 10 minutes long, three times this week, drive down the goal and break it down into something small at the beginning that makes it kind of like a baby step, kind of like a little baby goal that you can achieve and know whether or not that you have been able to complete that goal. Okay, so that's specific. M stands for measurable. Smart goals need to be measurable. This is kind of related to what I was saying about what you can know whether or not you've completed it. In order to see that you're on a journey of reaching a goal, you need to have a way of measuring it. So at any time, you'll be able to know if you need to modify your goal along the way. So if you're doing the walking and talking to Jesus three times a week for 10 minutes, you know, that's measurable. You can scratch that off a list. You can give yourself a check mark when you have finished it. You can know if you have done 10 minutes or not, because that is measurable. If you just say, go on walks, or if you just say, I want to walk more, uh, it's not it's not measurable, so you don't really know if you are completing the goal, and it kind of leaves too much vague in your mind. And your brain is looking for things that are concrete, and your brain will help you and want to get behind you completing those goals because they see it as your brain sort of sees it as a task that is unfinished. So give yourself specific, measurable parameters. Okay, so specific and measurable. A stands for attainable. When we set goals that are wonderful, but way too high, it's like our body and our mind can't get on board with each other. It is important to push yourself past your comfort zone, but not so much that you're going to end up halting your progress. This is the problem that I see most of all happening when we make goals like read the Bible through in a year, or I'm going to read the Bible every day. That is a really huge, really huge goal. But rather, we need to break it down and make it something that's more attainable. So maybe it's something like instead of read the Bible through in a year, say, okay, I want to read the Bible through and I'm going to do that without giving up. And I'm going to start with 10 minutes each day, no matter how far I get, I'm going to go with 10 minutes each day, or maybe 10 minutes, five days a week. There's no really amount of Bible reading that is too small. That's like saying that if you want to eat healthy food, like kale or spinach, that you have to eat it every day in order for it to be good for you. That's not really true. If you eat spinach or kale or some other really crazy healthy vegetable one day, it's still healthy for you that day. There's no amount of Bible reading that is too small that it's not good for you. So give yourself permission to break it down and make it attainable so that you can be succeeding in your spiritual growth goals.
So I just want to encourage you to be kind to yourselves in terms of attainability. Be realistic with yourselves on what you can actually accomplish. It doesn't make any sense to make all of these pie in the sky spiritual goals that you're never going to attain because we want to change our behavior, change our posture so that God can work in us and provide the spiritual growth, healing and recovery that he wants to provide for us. And if you're setting all these goals that sound amazing, but you're not able to attain them, they're not really doing you any good. So back the train up, break it down into something small, even if it feels silly. Okay. Even if like I literally started being still before God one minute a day, I would set the timer and I would be quiet and still for one minute, just trying to clear my mind of all the thoughts that were racing, 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 things I wanted to talk to him about, things I wanted him to do in my life, and just started working out one minute at a time, trying to clear out all the noise so that I could listen for his voice. I started with one minute a day because I knew that that was attainable for me. I started Bible reading with five minutes a day until I worked my way up to more. Start small, make it attainable because your success will fuel you to keep going further with your goals. Okay, so, so far we've had specific, measurable, and attainable. The next one is relevant. This is where you having a sort of vision for yourself or a sort of overall benchmark for yourself in mind is really going to help. You need to have an idea of what healing looks like for you or what recovery looks like for you or what spiritual growth looks like for you in the end in order to make your goals relevant to that. So this is sort of a silly example, but say that you're wanting to grow your prayer life. And so the goal that you set is to read the Bible more, to grow your prayer life. It's like, yes, both of those things are good and both of those things are godly. But if your goal overall is that you know you need to grow spiritually in the area of prayer, you need to set a goal that has something to do with prayer. Maybe it is reading the Bible, but maybe it's specifically that you need to do a Bible study about prayer. Maybe it's that you need to start learning how to pray scripture. So just saying, I want to pray better, so I'm going to read the Bible more isn't really relevant. You have to make it relevant. You have to make your goals relevant. So ask yourself, will this goal help me accomplish my vision for this area of spiritual growth in my life or for this area of recovery in my life? Is it relevant? Is it relevant? Okay, the last one is time-based or timely. So there's a couple of different ways to look at this. Timely is usually where I start with folks that I want them to think about, is this goal right now timely for me? Is it going to serve me right now? If I start walking in this goal right now, am I going to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit? Am I going to be fueled for my day today? Is it timely as in, is this what I need right now? Focus on the now. Don't get caught up in too far where I want to be down the road, but does it work for me now? And is it going to help me 
today or this week? Is this going to help my week this week? Not a five-year plan. Is it timely? The other one that I hear a lot when I hear about SMART goals is the idea of being time-based, that your goals need to have a time frame. So that is like the example that I gave that for one week, you're going to read the Bible five minutes a day for three days. That is specific. You're going to do it for one week, five minutes. So it's measurable. It's time-based. And you know whether or not you have completed it based on your measurement and based on your time, which is like a time measurement. So that you're also not just being arbitrary with how long you're going to do this thing. So after a week, you revisit the goal. Did this work for me? Was I able to achieve the five minutes? Am I ready to go up to six? Do I need to back it down to three minutes? And there's no really, well, I screwed that up, so I must suck at this. It All it means that is you need to change up your SMART goals, that you need to make some edits. And edits are okay. Edits are a good thing. It means that you've learned something about yourself, or it means that you had a really tough week and you weren't able to get to it. And so you want to look at the week ahead and make your edits and make your adjustments again and make them fit the next time period that when you're going to meet with your accountability person again, or when you're going to check in with yourself again on how did I do in these areas? How often will I do it? And when will I complete this goal by? That's basically what time-based goals are all about. So I want to give you just a couple of examples of uh, some goals that are not smart. So these are spiritual growth goals that are not smart. And then I will give you a couple of goals that are smart. Okay, so here's one that's not smart. I want to have a better relationship with God. It's lovely idea, but it's not specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, or time-based. It's none of those things. It's lovely, but it's totally arbitrary. Yes, I want you to have a better relationship with God, but you need to get down to the nitty and gritty of how those building blocks are going to come about. Okay. So another example would be, I'm going to set boundaries for my husband and myself in our marriage. Great. I want you to set boundaries, but that's not really a smart boundary. So you need to get specific on that. Oh my gosh. I just had an epiphany. I need to do a whole episode on smart boundaries. So Thank you, Lord, for that idea. I'll follow up on that at another time. But if you take that, I want to have a better relationship with God and change it to a SMART goal. It might look something like this. I will spend 30 minutes a day, three days this week, listening to God or reading the Bible or listening to a sermon. I will spend 30 minutes three times this week or I will use my commute every day on the way to work to listen to Bible reading in the book of James or whatever it is to come up with something that you know if you're hitting the bullseye or not, you are measuring and able to check it off, that it's something that you can complete, it's not going to overwhelm you, that it's relevant to what you need in your life right now, you're not thinking too far in the future, you're thinking about what you need today or this week, and that it is timely or time-based 
an appropriate choice for what is going on in your schedule in your life and an appropriate choice for where you are spiritually, what you're able to do, and that you're able to also measure the time of when you're going to check back in with yourself about this goal. Okay, I want to recap one more time. SMART goals. Is it specific? What do you want to happen? What is the goal that you want to happen? Where do you want to grow spiritually? Or what area of your recovery do you want to work on right now? Is it measurable? How will you know you have accomplished what you decided to do? What are going to be the means of measuring the growth or measuring the goal? Okay. Attainable. Is this goal something you really can accomplish? Is this something that fits in your life today, that fits in your life this week or this month? Are you going to be able to complete this? Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Relevant. Does your goal line up with your vision for yourself? When you see yourself as a recovered individual, when you see yourself in a a place of spiritual growth, does this goal line up with that? Is it relevant to the vision that you have for yourself and that you're asking God to grant you? And is it time-based? Do you have a definitive time goal to complete this task? Is it timely? Is this what you are needing in your life to serve you in following Jesus today or this week? Is it time-based and is it timely? So as you know, at the end of all of my podcast episodes, I end with a list of eight things for ways that Jesus can heal you. I want to encourage you to listen to these eight things as I close and think about these are eight areas where you could consider setting small attainable spiritual growth goals for yourself, smart spiritual growth goals for yourself. And if you need any guidance in this area, I would love for you to email me. My email is piper at explicitrestoration.com. If you're interested in hearing about our coaching programs, you can go visit our website, explicitrestoration.com. There's also coaching available for your husband and your husband can learn all about setting smart goals for his recovery from pornography from my husband, David. That's one of the things that we use in our coaching programs a lot. It's a tool that you can use in your toolbox to help fuel your recovery. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I'm blessed to get to walk alongside you in this road. I believe in you, friend, and I believe that you can heal. And remember that Jesus is the one who can heal you. If you set a smart spiritual goal for yourself, he is the one that will bless it and will bring the increase of himself in your I believe he heals us through lots of areas, but here's the ones that I like to mention. His word, prayer, meditation, community, good food, movement, therapy, and rest. I'll talk to you next time.